What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these times, my friends. Man, we are already midway through September. The year 2023 is quickly coming to a close. Lord, I thank you for keeping us through, but time just be waiting for none of us. None of us. Man, I don't even know. Bro, I don't even know what to say. But the topic for today, I still don't know exactly what I'm going to call it, but it's something to do with how we learn and grow and going through the valley of despair. Going to growing and going through the valley of despair. When I first learned about personal finances, I had a friend back in college, senior year of college, who shared with us the importance of having a Roth IRA rather than going with a traditional and all this stuff that she showed us. She was onto, into finances. She was budgeting. She was doing all of these things that I didn't even know about. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I think someday this is going to be required. So I saved like some notes on my phone and I was like, eventually I may get to this. And then around the same time, I've shared this before on the podcast of me sharing or me going to church one day. I'm a pastor is teaching about Dave Ramsey or my pastor brings in resources for Dave Ramsey's Peace, Financial Peace University. I had never heard about any of these things before and I quickly ignored it, you know, like I got all this stuff and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is really interesting stuff. And I ignored it. And then I graduated from college. I still had all the Dave Ramsey kit stuff with me and I move out of the house. I move away to North Carolina from Alabama And I moved to North Carolina and I start working and I'm living the life. You know, I'm doing all the things your young professional does, you know, buying everything he had ever seen on a YouTube video, traveling when he goes home. He's he's using first class because your boy Don made it. If you know what I'm talking about, when he rents a car, when he doesn't even need to rent a car, he's literally going home to see his parents. He rents a Mustang because your boy Don made it. If you know what I'm talking about and everybody got to know that your boy has made it. So, you know, I go through all the rigmarole and then one day I wake up and I see like, bruh, you are in over 20, you're in close to $20,000 worth of debt. And I'm like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, excuse me, who, who, who owes that? Cause I know that isn't me. Cause I know I'd be paying this credit card and paying this thing off, but I wasn't paying it fully off every month. And so that credit card balance just kept on going higher and higher and higher and higher. And your boy was sitting over here like, uh, what? What is this number? And so after that, you know, I get all, all my Dave Ramsey stuff. I start listening to Dave Ramsey all the time. I'm like taking in every single thing that he has to share. I mean, he had a three-hour show. I would listen on the way home from work to work during work. I would listen all the time. I was taking in as much information about how to deal with this thing as much as possible. And I finally, I was like, yes, I got this. I got this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Well, here's the thing that happened when I was going through this period of time. You see, when you start learning something new and you finally figured out, like you found the solution to the problem that you have, you hit, you go on this high where you feel like you know it all, where you feel like, Yo, I have figured this thing out. Nobody can tell me anything anymore. Nobody talk to me. But what you don't realize is there's a cliff coming. There's a cliff coming. Because as you start to try to put those things into practice, you quickly discover that there's a difference between theory and reality. 
There's a difference between everything everyone tells you to do X, Y, and Z and the reality of you actually trying to do X, Y, and Z. There's a theory in behavioral economics. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Basically, it's the theory Investopedia defines it as... Hold on. Let me just look it up and tell you exactly what they say. Investopedia defines it as the tendency for people who don't know what they are talking about to incorrectly have confidence that they do. To incorrectly have confidence that they do. And that was literally me. Anybody who knew me back then would look at the way I use my money now and just be laughing at me. It's like, bro, the way you were acting back then, this is hilarious. But it's the Dunning-Kruger effect where it's like I hit this peak where I feel like I know it all. And then when it's time to actually put it into practice, it becomes that much harder. And then that's what in the Dunning-Kruger effect, if you're watching this on YouTube, there's a graph that goes along with it. And you guys will be following along with that. But at the peak of this level of feeling like you know it all, it's called Mount Stupid. You hit the peak of Mount Stupid and you quickly fall down because all of a sudden somebody shows you something that's a little bit different or you hit something that you weren't expecting to hit or life just throws a curveball at you and then everything that you thought you knew, everything that you thought you believed, everything that you thought you had an answer to just comes crumbling down. And so you fall down from this mountain peak stupidity. You fall down all the way into the valley of despair. You fall down into the valley of despair where you're not sure whether to go left or to go right, where you have to start making difficult choices. When I was trying to pay off my debt, it was it became a difficult choice of do I go home on the holidays to be able to see my family? Do I, when I go shopping for goods, do I go to Publix or do I just carry myself to Walmart? Or maybe I just need to love Aldi's, which by the way, cheat code, go to Aldi's. It's a wonderful store. I start thinking like, yo, when they have meals at work, do I look crazy when I pack up all the extra to make sure I have food so I don't have to buy food? Do I say yes to going to hang out with friends Or do I stay home so I can save a little bit more money? Do I buy that product that I just saw on Instagram that seems to be on sale, but I'm not sure if I actually have the cash for it? Do I stop on my way home to go on a little shopping spree to make myself feel better? Or do I just go to the gym or to the park and take a walk because I know I don't need to spend this money? We begin to have to deal with how do we manage my funds? How do I actually go through this valley of despair? Because what I thought it would look like is not what it's looking like right now. I thought I will do these three magical steps, save $1,000, and then I would be good to go. I would be fine. But that's not what's playing out right now. This is hard and more difficult than I expected. I'm having to say no to my friends. I'm having to put off things. I'm having to choose not to replace my phone and use the old phone from the last four years because I just need to pay off this debt. I'm using this old laptop that is on its last legs. And if you're listening real close, you can hear that fan running. (laughs) I'm deciding I have to keep using this old 1999 Honda Accord that has almost close to a quarter million miles on it 
because I'm working on something else. I'm having to forego some of the things that I thought I would never say no to. I'm having to go forego my many patties. I'm having to forego redoing my entire closet. I'm having to forego going out to eat at a fancy restaurant. And I'm having to find alternatives. I know a lot of the times I downplay having to make these choices, but they're not easy choices. Because we've grown accustomed to them. We are now in the valley of despair. And this is where most people end up and stay. Because you see, when you hit the peak of Mount Stupidity and you fall, you get two choices at the bottom when you're in the valley of despair. You get two choices. Choice number one, which most people take, is I quit. I can't do this. It's going to take too long. I just don't see an end in sight. I would rather keep living my life the way it is rather than living different for a short period of time so I can have everything else. So I quit. I give up. You win. I'm done. And they walk away. They stay in the valley of despair. They stay in the valley of despair. Because here's the thing about the valley of despair. You look around and all your friends seem to be moving ahead of you. You look around and it seems like, why does everybody else have this thing figured out? What am I doing? Why am I not progressing? So you get that option one. You give up and you quit. Option two, which doesn't even seem that much better, which is endure. You endure. You don't, it's not a, uh, it's not an easy thing. It's not like, you know, it's, it's basically, you're just like, I will endure this. You don't know when it's going to change. You don't know when it's going to get easy. You don't know what, you don't know anything. You just say, I will take things. One step at a time, one day at a time. If I have to move an inch, I will move an inch. If I have to fall backwards and get back up and move again, all I know is I will endure. Those who make it to the mountaintops are not those who are stronger, faster, all of the things, smarter, all of the things, who had all the right things. It is those who are able to endure. Those who are able to sustain after falling from Mount Stupid and decide, you know what? Let me just learn a little bit more. Let me do a little bit more research. Let me ask for help. Let me find some people who might know a thing or two who may be just a little bit ahead of me. Who may be able to help me on this journey. And so those people walk. They start going through the valley. They don't see a light. They don't see a ray of sunshine. They don't see anything. But in their mind, they know what life they want to have. They have a picture of the goals that they want to accomplish. And so they say, I know, I don't know when I will get there. But I know I will get there because I will endure. I will endure. It's not an if, but it's a when. And so they push on. 
They learn a thing or two. For me, it's as you're going through this, paying off that debt, you're pushing on. You start learning a thing or two. You learn about how to shop better. You learn about cheat codes of how to protect yourself from various marketing campaigns. You learn how to ignore social media. You learn how to decide for yourself what is important versus what isn't important. You learn the things that you value versus what the world tells you to value. You learn what you care about. You learn about how to place value on yourself rather than the world telling placing value on you. You begin to choose what you want. And slowly you begin to live the life that you want to live. You get a little bit of inspiration and you start walking up that mountain. You don't even realize that you're going upwards at first. You don't even realize that you're making progress. You don't even realize you're not going in a straight line anymore. You're slowly turning the corner and making that peak to start gradually going up the mountain. And then one day, You look back and you're like, when did I get this high? How did I get this far? And you get excited and you keep going. But here's the danger of slowly making it up the slope of enlightenment. There is a danger that some of us fall into of when we're going up the slope of entitlement, we see how far we come and we forget where we're still heading to. We see how far we've come. We get comfortable and say, this is good enough. And we forget where we're heading to. So be careful as you're going through this journey. Because yes, you're finally making progress. But you're not quite there yet. So be careful as you make it up the way through the slope and enlightenment. And then one day, you get to a point where you're like, I am not at my final destination. But I have some pretty tangible rules, constraints, tangible beliefs that I can rely on to sustain me as I continue on this journey. This is what we like to call the peak of sustainability. The plateau of sustainability. The plateau of sustainability. This is where you're finally at a point Where you're still learning, but you know how to ensure yourself and sustain yourself to keep going. Where for some of us, when it comes to, if if we go back to the imagery of paying off your debt, you've paid up your debt. You understand how your emergency fund should work, what it should look like, how much you should be saving. You're still looking for ways you can improve, but at the very least, you know, I'm good. You have a baseline. You have a foundation. But to get to that point, you had to go through the valley of despair. And this part is just an encouragement for all those who are paying off debt or just working on whatever it is that you're working on. As a financial, usually I talk about debt mostly, focusing on how you pay off your debt, how to invest in those kind of things. We may be in the valley of despair, but I charge you to just endure, endure. Keep doing the things you know you ought to do. Keep working at it. Even if it's just an inch of progress you're making, it's progress all the same. So endure. Endure during this season. Endure during this time. Endure all of it. Because on the other side, it is the most beautiful thing and the most freeing thing 
to know that you made it through. But anyway, that's all I have for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did, hit that like button or share this podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate, and one person you're just kind of like, eh, about. And by that time, you would have shared it with every single person that you know. But it's been your boy, Kalechi. I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace. Whoosh.